You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, fave, subscribe, hit those notifications. If you are listening on an audio platform, and they have some kind of rating system. Give us a five-star review or whatever they got. And uh, also take the time to write out something. That that helps us in the algorithm. Like if you really like the show, if you've been a longtime subscriber and you think that more men can get stuff out of it, <laughs> help us out, you know, like on, on YouTube, leave a comment. Like all that kind of stuff boosts the algorithm and puts us in front of more men. So it helps us out. You know, I mean... I also have advertisers on here and advertising helps me out as well. But if you are one of those people that are like, look, I'm not going to buy Duke Cannon. <laughs> Fine. Just leave a comment. You don't have to, you don't have to buy Duke Cannon. Okay. All right. That being said, uh, joining me this week is my good friend, Benny Lichtenwalner of Lover and a Fighter. He's a dating coach. He's been on the podcast a number of times and he has a new course for men on texting. It's uh, it's pretty awesome course. He gave me a free preview of it. So in order to write up, you know, bullet points and questions for him about the conversation today, I actually went through his course. He's got some really good information. And if you've been struggling in the text game, this is the episode for you. Benny drops a lot of information in this episode. One thing to note though is Benny, bless his heart, uh, his wife had all the kids at the house that day. So he was like, I'm going to go to a quiet coffee shop to record this episode. And uh, the coffee shop's not that quiet. So there's a lot of background noise and I apologize for that, but it is what it is. Uh, it's not too distracting. I don't think there was a time when some uh, little kids started crying. And so we had to call that out, but uh, you'll hear the occasional dish crash or whatever, but Overall, if you're not one of those like crazy audiophiles, you'll you'll get through this episode and I don't think it'll be totally uh total trash. <laughs> but uh if you are an audiophile and that kind of stuff annoys you, just grit your teeth and 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 bear through it because Betty drops a lot of really good information in this episode and I think you'll still really like it. So, without further ado, here's the conversation right after these words. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Ghostbed. You want to get laid, right? Well, she wants to be comfortable while you do it. She doesn't want the spring from your old busted mattress jabbing her in the ass. So up your bedroom game and do her on a ghost bed. The link is in the description. Your purchase helps support the show and she's going to come back for Mo. Win-win. See what I did there? Remember, use the link in the description. Oh, 
You'll sleep better too, but we all know what you hornballs really care about. Do her on a ghost bed. Joining me once again is my 3% brother, dating coach extraordinaire, and one badass jujitsu practitioner, Benny Lichtenwalder of Liver and a Fighter. What's up, brother? Thanks, man. How's it going? Going good. Benny's in a coffee shop today, so if you hear uh, plates clanking and stuff like that, it's uh, that's why. But uh, we're this, gonna... is, this is for your ambiance. It's for the viewer's sake. Right. We're we're having coffee this morning. Look at this. I got I got my Waffle yeah. House Waffle House hey, coffee bucket. Fancy. They gave me a coffee in like a regular cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's what they do for iced coffee, huh? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, a lot of you guys who regularly uh, follow the podcast have either heard Benny when he's been on or heard me talk about him. I talk about him all the time. He helps out a lot of guys in the 3% Man Facebook group. And just last summer, hosted a men's retreat at Lake Lanier, Georgia. You like my shirt, Benny? Yeah. <laughs> hey, nice. I love it, man. I, yeah. I'm actually ashamed of myself. that I didn't notice it up until right now. Well, yeah. I mean... Do you even speak uh -oh, Japanese? Please stand by. We are having technical difficulties. Was that was that me or you? I think that was you. You totally froze up there and then dropped out. Oh man. Okay. I have different connection options, but I'm hoping that doesn't happen again. Are we by the way, are we live right now? Yeah, we're still recording. <laughs> I can I can try to edit <laughs> that out. <laughs> okay. I didn't know if you, you broadcast this too. No, I, I uh, record this in, in advance. So, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I, I just had Rolo Tomasi on and yes. the, the power went out 30 minutes into the conversation and his whole thing froze up and then he dropped out and I was like, Oh my God. Like, oh. what? I, like what the hell? And, uh, yeah, he, he had a, like a whole like power failure situation. And uh, so he had to, he, he reached back out to me and said, uh, you know, we'll have to do it the next day. So he met with me a second day and gave me another hour and a half. Oh, that's good. Thank yeah. God, man. Yeah, he's so, a, he, he's a good dude. So I was so just, if we, if yeah. we get all crazy with the connection here, we can just slice it and yeah, start it. over. Yeah, we can start okay. over from a different internet source. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I was saying that uh, I'm wearing your Lake Lanier Georgia Retreat shirt. I was lucky enough to attend your event. Um, and you have another one coming up this summer, right? Yeah, yeah, we're doing uh, – we're so we're meeting up in uh, North Myrtle Beach. And this time it's going to be pretty similar for last time. We're going to be doing an ice bath. There's going to be jujitsu for those guys who haven't tried it yet. Well, really for everybody, but um, it, it's fun if you've never tried it before. Um, it's a safe environment where you can – try it out without you know getting smashed uh, a little bit <laughs> unless your partner's john and then you're screwed right i got fucked then, <laughs> up by john yeah. yeah john's coming out again man he's, he's already signed up to the next one. Oh, is he um yeah yeah so that's really cool um yeah so it's a it's a ways away we're not doing that until july um so i i don't know when this one's gonna air but um this yeah, we're is doing gonna this is gonna drop in uh january so gotcha okay yeah 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 so it's a it's a ways away but it's gonna be awesome man it's gonna be my third uh retreat and it's full chad mode full chad mode baby <laughs> full chad. the first two were very serious and this time no we're it's serious too and um and uh, ba basically we're gonna do a lot of awesome stuff and um we, it's funny because we're at the beach right so i thought well maybe props for this one it would be like some big fucking sunglasses and you know like we're gonna do a beach volleyball tournament 
Oh, gonna, gonna nice. Wild. You guys, you're going to film that in slow-mo uh, like a, like Top Gun? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, it's going to be a Top Gun themed. Uh, yeah. So we might have to do that with the camera tricks and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like awesome. playing with the boys going in the background, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Definitely no homo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit of homo. So, there, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you're not, you're not here to plug the men's retreat. Uh, we're we're actually going to be talking about your new course on the art of texting. Yeah, man, I'm really excited about. You know, it's funny because this year, so I set a bunch of goals for myself this year, and I was like, you know, I got to the end of the year, I'm like, okay, I've got, I literally have one goal left to work on, and it's funny because like, part of it's like, <laughs> I mean, okay, bottom line is like, my last goal is like lose weight, and I'm like, okay, do I really want to lose weight or should I distract myself with some purpose related shows? Like. Okay, well, maybe I'll do something else. <laughs> so it's like, well, it's funny though, because like if you, you go into the forums and you see this huge need for, uh, like, what do I say here? Or what do I do here? Like, texting is so non intuitive. Like, even guys that have game in person that, that even kind of know what they're doing online, um, you'll still see them make mistakes. I see other dating, I, I hate dating coaches that talk shit about each other. Um, I try to make it a purpose not to talk shit about other dating coaches, but I'll see screenshots of even other dating coaches. And I'm like, oh man, like this guy isn't aware of like X, Y, and Z. So I was like, I was like, I gotta, I gotta blast this thing out. So I made it my, uh, my project for the end of the year to get this thing done uh, before the end of the year. And to be honest, it's not even all the way finished. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of material in there, as you can see um, from logging in and checking it out. So, so I've made it my goal to get this thing out and uh, it's just about ready. And um, just just to throw this out there, I know we want to get into it a little bit um, and I'll remind everybody at the end. But one thing I, I wanted to say, uh, this, this should give people a reason to listen to the rest, um, is that I wanted to give out 10 free copies of the Art of Texting to your audience. Um, oh, nice. So, um, yeah, so so um, I'll we'll throw out the promo code at the end. I just wanted to mention that so I didn't forget it. Yeah, yeah. Good teaser, too. So you guys have to at least fast forward to the end. You lazy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, it. I think your uh, the price point on that was like it's like two hundred bucks or something too. So yeah. So so yeah. I mean, if you can be one of the one of the ten people that that gets it for free, uh, jump on that because it, it actually there's a lot of really good stuff in here. Um, uh, one thing I wanted to say though, I I was really surprised that you were going to put out a course on texting because I, you're so big on getting women like actually on the phone. But then I went through your course yeah. and saw that you, you actually go there. You're like, you, basically your, uh, your process. Um, and we're going to talk about the process, but your process is to get to the phone. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically um, as you go through the course, what, what you come to realize is that there's two different types of communication, right? So we've got live modes of communication where in real time we're interacting. So this could be as basic as a chat room all the way up to a FaceTime call. It just depends on how rich the media is, right? Mm -hmm. um, but the problem with live modes of communication, which we know that we need, okay, we need it to, to get, we want to get the girl on the phone so we can get her excited, you know, because she hasn't had a proper taste of us up until that point, just, you know, texting away at the screen. Um, but the problem is it, it makes a claim on her time. So if we're just on Tinder and we're, you know, chatting away to this girl and we, we, we go, we hit like go live or whatever that girl, she's got her hair in curlers. She's talking to like 20 other chads 
it's like, is she going to like go live and talk to you and ignore everyone else for a half an hour when you haven't even earned it yet? Yeah. You know, it's like, no, it's not going to happen that way. So, so live modes of communication are, they have a very specific use. We want to amp up that girl's, uh, we want to get her in her feels and get her excited about us. And because think about this, uh, and I, I'm bouncing all over the place here, but we like video clips, you know, yeah. for text. So, uh, non-live modes of communication. So, uh, texting, video clips, gifts, memes, et cetera, right? We like that stuff because it's very convenient to use. Yeah. Um, and we like video clips better than a text because what kind of guy, like there's plenty of guys who can't do video because they're going to like stutter and twitch and this kind of shit, right? So so if you can use video, you're going to win. But think about think about why that is. It's because you're giving a girl a taste of who you are. So now imagine if you if you took the, the taste of you that you get over a video clip and now all of a sudden you're adding the, the live element to it. So so now all of a sudden the girl can shit test you. Now all of a sudden, like you can demonstrate your wit like in real time. It's like it's in it, like it's just as good as walking up to a girl on the street almost. So um so it so so live modes of communication have a very specific purpose. Um uh, because because it's like leaving no st stone unturned. It's like demonstrating for a fact that, that you're a cool enough guy for her to meet up with and guys get really excited because they'll get all this pot. They'll get all these conversations going over dating apps. They'll get the phone number. They'll even get the girl to pick up the phone and they might even set a definite date. But when it comes for that girl to show up a week later, you know what I mean? It's like, it's up in the air depending on how well you executed everything. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I'll be, and I'll, I'll be uh, candid. You talk about, it makes a claim on her time. It also makes a claim yeah. on my time. So that's why I've like, I, I, I still to this day don't like being on the phone, even if it's to, to ask a chick out. This is just personal preference because yeah. it, it, I, I don't like talking. I don't like talking to fucking anybody on the phone. It's <laughs> I, awkward, my, my, own, my own, my own mom. I'm like, mom, what do you want? You know, I'm busy. So I, I, I but I, that's why I do like um, your suggestion of, of video and audio that's that by itself changed the game for me. So you can imagine if you take your game and add it to real time communication too, it's just going to be even better. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you made a good point, man. I, and and I'm, I'm sure you have lots of talking points, but we'll probably have to bounce around a lot. It, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm, good, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you made a good point, which is that, so everybody sees this on Facebook. Like they'll get, they'll see the statuses like girl, a girl will post a status. Like, you know, if you fucking dare to call me, you better expect that you're not going to get picked. Like, please just text me. Like, you, like there's gifts out there that like, or memes that like say this and you yeah, see yeah. this shit plastered all over the place. And it's true. Cause it's like, we don't want to like stop what we're doing to talk to our friend or some shit like that. Yeah. But imagine if Joe Biden picked up his red telephone in the Oval Office and dialed, you know, like Paul Bauer, you know. Like, I, I would let that wanna... shit go to voicemail, dude. I'm not no, no, you got to pick oh, up. At yeah. least to say FJB. At least oh, okay. to say FJB. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like if, if, if uh, you know, if um, some A-list celebrity yeah. called you, you'd be like, you know what? I'm excited about this. There's some kind of opportunity here. Like I'm going to fucking pick up this phone. Sure. And so, so, yeah, it's really disruptive to our really convenient lives. Um, but, but it's like, if we're excited enough about that girl, we're going to pick up the phone. So that's why, um, and, and if we leave it out, what happens you'll see, and 
by by the way, there's lots of other dating coaches that say you don't have to call girls to get them out on dates. And um, I don't I don't think that they're necessarily wrong. They have some weird method that I that I'm not in touch with. Um, I don't I don't subscribe to that method. So I think you can leave it out in some case. I even say you can leave it out once you emotionally hook the girl. Mm-hmm. But my thing is like you just need to be like showing her as much of you as you can without showing her your dick. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and so there's a use for phone calls, but but like it's it's really weird because a lot of girls, you know, say don't even call me. No, no, and and, and I mean, obviously, we we sort of run in the the same circles, you know, the with the three percent man community, your uh, lover and a fighter Facebook group. So and and a lot of the guys are in the are both. So uh, I talk to a, like a lot of them all the time offline and the ones that follow your program have a lot of success with, with phone calls and, you know, yeah. doing the number close and getting her on the phone and, um, you know, basically uh, raising her um, uh, interest level and stuff on the phone and then closing on the date, you know? So yeah, I'm not, I'm not shitting on it, Benny, I'm not shitting on it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm not saying don't but, follow like Benny. Benny is, the, Benny is the Think, fucking like, expert here. Okay, don't listen to me. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think about it, like a good dating coach, yeah, should be one of these people. Like coaching is one of these things where it's like you shouldn't touch it unless you've gotten a result for yourself, and then you have this realization, like, oh shit, like I can help other people with this, you know. So it's like everything that I talk about, save the stuff that has to do with like technological advances, right? Yeah. Everything I talk about is stuff that I've done. It really the, the one thing that's missing um, or that was missing back in my time was like we didn't have Facebook dating when I was single. And, and there wasn't um, there wasn't any rich media on dating apps. So you didn't have like video on Bumble and you didn't have audio on Hinge and stuff like that. So all this is new. But it's cool, though, because like taking that perspective of having like been through it a couple of years before, mm-hmm. um, I can be on the lookout for this stuff, whereas other people kind of like just take it for granted as it comes up. I can yeah. be like, oh, I know what this is. I know where this is going. Yeah. 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 That's, it's really good stuff. So, so last night I logged in to do my homework for this and I noticed that, and you said that you're not done with it yet and you only yeah. have one, one chapter up right now. How many chapters are, are you going to have? Do you think? Well, I haven't. So if, so it's on the Think Epic platform, which is really cool because you can drag and drop like modules and you can even like create tests. And uh, eventually, I'm going to move all my free courses over this platform too, and just have everything in one uh, like learning dashboard. Yeah. Um, and you know, and they're still going to be all free and all that stuff for the free courses. But um, but the, the funny thing about it is, like, I haven't organized it right. So everything you've accessed, it's not even like in a proper chronological order. Everything's been like shot and recorded in the order that I thought of it. Right. Okay. And so it's like so like there's no tests in there. Like all it is is just like video lessons. Right. Yeah. So ultimately what's going to happen is notes for every video lesson is going to get uploaded. So somebody can just click on it and download it. Um, so they'll have like the pointers right there. So they don't have to take notes. Um, and then I'll even maybe do like a knowledge quiz just so somebody can, you know, see how much they retain. Um, but yeah, so, so there's no chapters. It's um, basically right now, I think there's like uh, 11 or 12, maybe 13 lessons yeah. in the, uh, yeah. in the thing. And um, I don't even know how I'm going to subdivide it yet. I just, what I'm trying to do. So every single day I shoot, you know, between 30 minutes to an hour's worth of video and I cut it down as you know, you know, the editing grind. Right. And I'm trying to do like the text overlays of like, Hey, remember this boom text. Right. And, um, and so by, by the time, like 
you can only shoot one of these things a day. So this thing could end up like twice as big. I don't even know. I'm just trying to dump everything that needs to go in there. So we'll see what happens. You know. Yeah. There. For what do you have so far? Like, I think. I mean, don't do it, but you could stop. Like, it's a plethora yep. of of information on texting. I never even put that much thought into text. I mean, I try to do my best when I was, you know, on the dating circuit, but, uh, but the stuff that you bring up and, and some of this stuff is stuff that you and I have talked about before, like even on the podcast, uh, which we'll get to, but, yeah. but, but I mean, you just go into, into so much depth. That I'm like, I didn't even think about it that way, you know? So it's, it's, it's really good stuff. So one of the first things I want to talk about is uh, like the very first module is what is the art of texting? And you talk yeah. about how it's an art, not a science. So uh, you want to yeah. you want to expand on that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. The thing cut out for a second, so I missed your question point. But oh, but yeah, oh. the like what the fact that it's an art. Um, yeah. yeah. So so yeah, with the first video, it's basically saying like so. As a coach, I get a lot of guys that like they're like okay. Expl- lay out the proper algebraic formula for getting the pussy right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they, they want to whiteboard it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that. We try to do that, right? But it's like, guys, like you, you got to feel this thing out. This is a living, breathing. Like anytime you're talking to a girl, this is like it's it's really like a spiritual thing because you're two, you know, you're two beings interacting. You know, feeling. Um, you're going through this process together. It's like it's a journey, and so. Yeah, like we have our objective as the guy, the girl has her objective, but ultimately, you know, ideally, like, so I'm, I'm a, a coach that tries to get guys into relationships, you know? Um, so, so ultimately, like the way I view this, all this stuff is like bringing people together. Um, so in that way, it's like, you can't just, you can't treat it like a science, like, oh yeah, I'm going to use my hand opener here. And then this gimmicky thing right here. And then I'm going to like calculate how many characters in her text and like do precisely three less you know, that's what people want it to be. And so, 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 um, coaching for the last couple of years, you know, I've realized it's like, you've got to explain to people that this shit, it's like, yeah, we're going to come up with some, 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 uh, things that you can hang on to. Right. But if you don't treat it as like, it's just coming out of your playbook in the moment, you know, and you're just like flowing and open in the moment, then you're screwed. Yeah. And that's really what that's about. It's an art, not science. Yeah. Dr. Uh, Dr. Glover and, uh, Dating Essentials for Men talks about it as uh, geeks with techniques, like guys who want to just learn the right pickup line. I just need to know exactly what to say to a, a chick. And then they end up like not making it their own and then they fail. And then they're like, this shit doesn't work. Like that that's not how this, any of this works. You have to make it your own and be able to adapt in the, like, yeah, like you said, in the moment. Because things change and, and, I- and people are different. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I would actually take it a step further. It's like, I don't, I would say that like, you can't be a geek unless you're going to be like a, a cool geek that, that girls like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. don't like, because, yeah, if you are a geek, maybe lose the geekness. Yeah. Go to the gym. <laughs> because all of this shit, all it is, is like, it's, it's personal development, right? So, so we're just like figuring out the social communicative aspects of personal development where we can like expose our development to the girl. You know, I like how I do the trench coat. Like, like, Hey, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm cool. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. Don't but, uh, expose yourself 
to random chicks. That, okay. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what we're saying. That doesn't work. Yeah. That's not a good texting practice. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but, so it's all personal development, right? So, so you can't even, you can't even really be a geek. It's like, if you're going to get, if you're going to try to have, you know, the maximum amount of female attention, now all of a sudden the onus is on you to have, to, to have your physique, right? So like you're out there running all the time. Like that needs to be somebody's like thing, like running gym, whatever. Right. Um, it, the guy needs to be on his purpose. He's got to have a direction. He's got to take a look at his wardrobe. Does he have form fitting clothes? Does he have a budget for actually bringing the girls out? Um, all these things, like, does he see himself as a celebrity? Like, can you be like a mini Jason Momoa or whatever you're, you know, like Corey Wayne talks about James Bond. Like, mm -hmm. who is your James Bond and can you see yourself as him? Because if you can't, like, you might as well not even take the course. Like, don't even get it for free. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, you're going to you're going to waste it for one of the 10 guys that can actually use it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. The next module is on understanding default paradigms and expanding your paradigms. And you, and I, you touched on it a little bit. Like one yeah. paradigm that you mentioned was not wanting to bother chicks. Like, oh, I don't, I, like if I call her, she's not going to want to answer because I'm bothering her. Like that's yeah. a paradigm that you called out in this section. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, okay, think about it. I, this is this is like uh, something I really believe in. So I think like there's and this might even be a Rolo thing. So uh, I apologize if I'm uh, like plagiarizing without knowing it. But there's like a box of human behavior that's acceptable, right? So you've got the what is it, the Overton window, right? And so all like alpha behavior by nature it has to be outside of the Overton window because if it's if it's not if alpha behavior is socially acceptable. Women have no criteria by which to um, select upon, right? So, like, the things that are nice and acceptable and all this kind of stuff, that's the Overton window. Like, you have to, you have to, like, that, like, that's okay. But when you start going out and now all of a sudden you're randomly friending requesting all these girls and going after what you want and breaking the social norms, like, that can't be acceptable in terms of lip service. But when you actually do it, what happens is, Okay, yeah, sometimes you're going to get blowback. Like, you're going to accidentally message two best friends. And Luke knows all about this. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, sometimes, some, yeah, sometimes you're going to message, like, your boss's cousin or something. It can happen. Like, guys, it can happen. Sometimes you're going to get angry uh, video messages from boyfriends and husbands. But 0% of the time. That, that's happened to Luke, too. <laughs> yeah, it's happened to me, too. But 0% of the time did I ever run into any of these people in public. 0% of the time did I ever get hurt? 0% of the time did it ever affect my income? Did it ever affect my survivability? Did it ever impact my ability to holler at other girls? 0% of the time it affected anything except for how I felt inside about it. So really what happens is really quickly when you start uh, getting out of the Overton window, <laughs> essentially what happens is you just start fucking killing it and you get away with it because remember, as an to be able to do this kind of stuff, you have to be socially calibrated. So when you're sending out your videos, you're doing it in a way that, that observes the fact that you're giving something to the girl, like you're blessing her day with a cool message. Yeah. Um, you're, you're doing things that, that actually come off really well. Right. And so, and the girl's like, Oh my God, this like awesome guy just hit me up. And so, so you get away with it because you're socially calibrated and, and I mean, it's good for everybody. It's win-win, but, but, um, the, like the societal thinking is like, no, that, no, you can't do that. Right. And yeah. that's what keeps people in. 
Yeah, and, and you're so that's <clears throat> one of the paradigms. You're you're specifically talking about um, <clears throat> Benny has another course that I I actually talk about on the podcast quite a bit is uh, basically your Facebook game, like reaching out to women on social media, like as a way to uh, get new prospects. So, yeah. so that, and that's, uh, and that's what we're talking about as far as uh, a paradigm where people are like, what you just reach out to random chicks on Facebook. Yes. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and guys, like when people come to me and they're like, look, man, I just can't meet girls that are attractive enough on dating apps and stuff. I'm like, well, are you using social media? Because every girl's on social media, all the tents that you would see in the best clubs, like everybody's on social media. So if you can get them to accept your friend request, you know, how, how good of a response do you think you get to a video as opposed to a, you know, hey, what's up text? You know, so um, so it, it really scales up like the quality of woman that you can approach. Yeah. And one thing about it, too, that I really I really like about your, your Facebook program is that uh, it's, it's essentially cold approach because a lot of guys talk about meeting women organically in public, like that's way better than dating apps. Dating apps is trash. You can't get high quality women on there. Well, this is the same process, but digitally. You're digitally cold approaching with this. And it's fucking yeah. genius. You guys need to check out this, this program as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, you talk about, <clears throat> man, I'm losing my voice here. You talk about creating an experience for them when you're, when you're doing this. Like, what do you mean by creating an experience? I mean, I know what you mean, but yeah, yeah. So, so I think a lot of this came, God, like a lot of this stuff came from Corey Wayne and Owen Cook and um, just having empathy for the girl's experience. So, when you start, so th we think about like how emotional creatures, how much of an emotional creature a woman is. And, and when you start to put themselves like yourself in their shoes, and I think Corey Wayne's thing about um, like, giving the girl space to like wonder about you. I think that was one of the biggest things that kind of put that seed in my brain, which is like, yeah, that has an effect. Like think about when you have a girl that's giving you some attention, but you do, it's like, you're unsure. It yeah. works the same way. It's just that as men, we're in our head more and we're not really like sitting around waiting for things to happen, stuff like that. So, so the principles work in both directions in terms of spiking emotions and getting excited and, less is more and all this kind of stuff. But, but if you, um, but if you, you can observe, if you think back to your own romantic life, you can observe the same stuff in play and that helps you have empathy for the girl's situation. So creating an experience for the girl is like understanding what all these things do. So if you, if you get her number and now all of a sudden you telegraph, right? It's like, okay, great. Call you at six tonight. Then she just goes, wah, wah, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, she doesn't really do that. She's just like, okay, cool. Now she turns to her, her fucking, um, you know, uh, the price is right or something like she's watching TV doing whatever. Right. She, she doesn't even think about it. Now, when you get her number, she probably doesn't necessarily think about it too much either. But as you become one of the guys that doesn't call right away, like, yeah, like she starts to think about it. So that has an effect, right? The same way if, you um like let's say it's the day of the date and most guys are going to be like um hey we still on for tonight like are we still on for tonight huh huh and it, instead if you're like can't wait to see what you picked out to wear for me smirk yeah, like yeah. those are two entirely different attitudes they all have a a feeling that's being produced in that girl right and so we like 
we have the same thing. Imagine like you've got a girl that just acts like a regular girl, like a regular human being, you know, thinks logically, just interacts uh, pragmatically, you know, or practically and stuff. Um, that's just going to be like everyday interaction. But imagine if a girl knows she's fucking hot, right? If a girl knows she's fucking hot when she interacts with you and she, she wants you to feel it. She's going to flick her hair and like look at you and smile with the big, like she's going to do this on purpose. Sabrina still does this to me. I'm like, ah, you're trying to get something, you know, <laughs> like they use it. Yeah. They use it. It's the same way you have to use what you have to make her feel something. Yeah. Those are that, just little examples. Of that. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, you also talk about in this section, guys, uh, guys who have gone through your course and they, for whatever reason, they quit. Right. Like they get, they get frustrated or it's too much work or, or whatever. So they quit on you and you're like, you just wasted all this money. Uh, you know, basically one thing I, I wanted to ask you about and it's totally like a separate topic, but because you're a dating coach, um, yeah. how, how the fuck do you deal with that? Because like, that's one of the reasons why, like, I, I, I like I talked to a, a bunch of dating coaches. I'm like, I never wanted, I never want to do this. I am happy to have other dating coaches on my podcast but I never want to coach myself because one, I can't, I can't tolerate people that when I give them advice, they don't take it. And I'm like, why the fuck did you even ask me? You know, like, how do you, how do you Dude, as a coach um, deal with quitters and people that like just aren't listening? Like they're not coachable. What I've noticed is that it's about a third of my clients are the action takers, the people that are going to have a success. And so, you know, some dating coaches might be like, what? Like that fucking sucks. Like what, like, what are you doing, man? It's like, no, you're going to, you're going to want to So in, in coaching, in order for you to invest what you need to invest to that other person, usually it's high ticket, right? So, so people it's, it's four digit plus, sometimes it could be five digit depending on the length of the contract and how much you're like, they're getting 24 seven access to you. Like they can voice clip you at any time and be like, Hey, what? you know, this kind of thing. So it's like, it's really, it's a really tight experience, right? So if you, if you have, if you can close that amount of business from somebody as a coach, like as somebody that wants the money, you're going to try to close it, right? Sure. Well, some guys are so well off, they can say, well, you know what? I'm not quite sure if, if we're going to do well together because they can get a sense of how, what that other person's work ethic is. But I'm not there yet, right? So I'm going to close whatever business that I can because I, I you know, I want, that to infuse back into my business. Sure. Um, and so what happens is you have people that, and, and you don't always know this right away either. I've, I've only been able to sense this with a couple of people, but even still I'm ministering to them every day. Right. But, um, but yeah, only about probably a third of the clients like really take it and put consistent daily action. And if they get down, what they do is they send you a voice clip to give you a chance to like steer their, their energy in the right direction. And, um, and then, then you get kind of like the, the guys that want to take like mediocre action. They want to take it, but they want to stay in the comfort zone with it. So you got a third fine getting out of comfort zone, a third comfort zone. And then the last third, it's like somewhere in between comfort zone and like go back to their ex and cry in the corner and shit like that. Right. So, <laughs> so it, yeah, dude, it's really challenging because as a coach, like your job is to get people back in the right spirit. So you're always reframing. And this is why only people that have had success, yeah. can be a proper coach because you can't properly reframe something for somebody unless you're already like in that zone where it's like, yeah, I've been there and now I'm like up here and, um, and you can like take what you have and like share it with them to like 
bring their spirits back up. And it is, it's babysitting in that regard because um, I would say probably only probably half or less is actually technique. And the, and the other half is like motivation and like keeping them tight in and you got to, but um, the last thing I'll say about coaching uh, for those of got people that are either have a coach or, or are thinking about it at some point, make sure that you are the, the person that leverages the coach because a coach um, they can't make enough money if they only, uh, well, a lot of coaches, like they have to have a lot of people in the mix to like support themselves. Right. So if you rely on the coach to always come to you to check in, you're going to be screwed. So you have to take proactive action and you use the coach, like bother him a bunch. Um, that's just general advice for people with coaches. Like you really got to like utilize it. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. I just, but, uh, anyway. cause I get, I get, I get people in my DMS and stuff all the time. And I just, I find it draining. <laughs> so I always say, you know what? I'm not a coach. You should check out my friend, uh, Benny's site. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 You gotta, you gotta have like mad empathy, dude. I like, I'm, I'm sure you, I know you've probably been through this too, but like, you know, you, you go through such hard times early on in life and you, and you just develop like an empathy where you want to like fix everybody, you know? So uh, that plays into it a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, going back to paradigms though, uh, that was a little bit of a, a tangent, but yeah. I mean, but it was, it was under that, that umbrella because in the, in the module you talk about people quitting, um, dating apps. One thing that I, uh, that was a game changer for me <clears throat> was understanding that dating apps are not about getting to know people. It's about closing them and meeting in person. And as soon as you, as soon as I realized that, and I wasn't spending gobs of time on dating apps, I, I would spend maybe 10, 15 minutes worth before I would, go for a segue to set a date or get a number or whatever. Like the, the game changed for me. I was getting dates all the time. And, yeah. but, but yeah, like, like you said in the video, a lot of people think that, Oh, well I have to get to know them on text. And then they, they end up having a bad time. Yeah. That's a gr That's a great point, man. So um, yeah. So imagine like if you went to go buy a used car and you didn't know anything about like, snake oil salesman you never you didn't know anything about like getting taken or like that the best there's like a margin of negotiation for like best price you know like you just go to the used car dealership and just like yeah let's get a car or like let's say you go to the doctor and you're like these are trusted health professionals they, they're not they're, they're not a business they're not here to make money they just have a big red cross on the door you know and like everybody just walks around trying to heal everybody that's all that happens here you know, yeah. it's like, how fuck are you going to be, you know, if, if that's the way you, you view it? And it's the same thing on a dating app. I'm glad you brought this up because this is one of the things I'm most passionate about. It's like you want to lift the veil up and say, what's what's really going on here? Like, like there's something deeper going on. And really um, what it is just because of the nature. So so we know that the nature of reality is that men put in the elbow grease and they, they uh, make their interests known. Right. And women filter the attention to figure out who's actually worthwhile to talk to. So if that's the way this works, um, by virtue of that, an attractive girl is going to have almost every guy match her. So a lot of guys, not only do they just swipe right all the way through the end and then unmatch the ones they don't like. I mean, that right there just goes to show you basically what it's like um, on a dating app for a girl. So, so basically they're just flooded in attention 
And so um, if you can't recognize that, you're going to lose. So like you need to know what their inbox looks like. Um, you need to know what you have to do to stand out. And, um, and, and, and the other thing is like, if um, I was going somewhere deeper with this, basically the idea is that um, if, um, if you go in thinking that you're just going to like talk to the girl, like casually and ha like get to know her on the app, you're, you're, you're not observing the nature of reality, which is that they're flooded. Okay. Now to, to, to exercise this point, um, the fact that they're flooded, think about this, right? As guys, we want to hook up with anybody like maybe six, even seven, like, or, or seven, maybe even six plus. Okay. Depending on the circumstances, we, we may not drive too far out to meet a six, but like seven plus, like we're probably just, yeah, like that's fine. Right. So, so if you're, if you're 10 is my seven and vice versa, right. We're still matching the same girl. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so it's like all the girls that we're all attracted to, even though we have different body types and, and interests and, and archetypes of girls that we like, we're still all matching the same girls. Yeah. And so that girl has to decide you know, which, like, what, what am I doing here? Which guy's taking the greatest interest? Like which guy actually sees me as a 10 instead of seven, yeah. which blah, one's blah, blah, actually, blah, blah. which one's actually asking me out and not being my fucking pen pal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because they don't have time. Yeah. So, so look, that brings me to my next point, which is that when you are, um, when you are texting with a girl, you're See not that girl that, you hear that baby screaming in the background. She's upset because this guy won't ask her on a fucking date. <laughs> he just wants to be a pen pal guys you see they cry about this stuff in, in coffee shops <laughs> yeah we had to acknowledge that yeah <laughs> so that way we could continue yeah uh, yeah so basically wait for it no it's okay you can you can continue i think people get that there's a, a <laughs> screaming baby in the background it's all right <laughs> <laughs> The things I do for you, man. The, I, I, the I adventures in podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So here's the thing. So I'm, I'm going to drop a good bomb here. So um, if you are trying to get to know the girl over dating app, which is that's the paradigm that most guys enter into dating app with, you're going to lose because you need to understand that really you're there to demonstrate non-neediness. And that's like, what? What are you talking about? Like, I'm there to like pretend like I don't care really that if you're going to simplify it, that's mm -hmm. kind of how you would reduce it all the way down. And it's like, yeah. And the reason why is because she is flooded to a degree that you would like, no guy has a dating app experience like a girl. Yeah. No guy does. Even, even like a Jason Momoa, like maybe at best he's like equal to a, a, like a 10 out of 10 girl or something like that. Right. So, so a girl like her dating app experience is like nothing any guy could ever dream of. And, um, and so you have to, you have to recognize that. So when you get on a dating app, you're there to have good pictures. You're there to observe the rules of conversational investment level. And, um, and hopefully you've got some pre-association skills so you can go off the cuff a little bit. And, and from there, you're just demonstrating non-eatiness and the right window to go in for the number. And then once you get on the phone, now I'm not saying be, be, um, uh, be like a robot or somebody that doesn't know how to like ask a genuine question about the girl or whatever. Like you're going to show some legitimate interest over the text conversation, but it's minimized. It's all compressed. So you, so you really get to know that girl over the phone and then on the dinner table. And that's the big paradigm switch. It's like, no, you're not there to like, you know, what's your favorite color and all this kind of stuff. No, it's like, it's like, 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like some joke about the Island Boys or something. That's it. <laughs> you know, you talk about non-neediness. Uh, I just finished listening to Models by Mark Manson. And like the, his whole first chapter is not being being non-needy and ha- be, like women could sniff out neediness in men and it's a huge turnoff for them. So yeah, if you can demonstrate that, you, you already have a, a leg up on the next guy. Um, your next module is on the female experience. Yeah. Uh, after that. And we talked about that at the tre- at the retreat. In fact, you used a clip from the retreat in the chorus. I was like, oh, I was there. I was yeah, lying. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just to give, give the, the guys a little bit of background, like Benny gave this really great talk. And, and I think, I think Benny, I think your the purpose of your talk was basically to show guys that dating apps kind of suck and you're, you're better off like doing Facebook game. I think, I think that's what the yeah, point that's was. How but I really I, feel. Right. But, but people, they can't help themselves. They're still going to use Tinder. Right. And so, and so, so all of us at the retreat, were looking at it like, Oh, we got to take notes because Benny's showing us that we have to hook these chicks in like 35 characters or less or 35 words or less because women, uh, like you said, are inundated. They have like hundreds of matches. And so they're just filtering guys out based on their picture and the preview mode of the texting. So you have to hook them in that that first sentence. And that was like a game changer for me. I was like, like (laughs) when you gave that lecture. You know what's funny, man? It's like on the way up, we're like, you know what? We need to stand stand up a tender while we're out here and just see what happens just to show people what it's like, right? Um, and, and so I didn't recognize that, man. I didn't even, like, all it took was just putting that up on the screen and kind of asking the, the like, the most existential questions, like, as it popped up. So everything, we, we learned that together, like, in that moment, you yeah. know, which is really funny. But yeah, what yeah, what he's talking about is true. It's like okay, so you're in the inbox and you have two things. You've got a picture, profile pic. So your very first picture on Tinder is like previewed, and then you've got your 40 characters, and then it's like, do 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 right yeah. all the way down. Like so so what we did, um, we we did a little experiment. So we stood up a uh, uh, Tinder for my wife for three days. She got like 300 matches, like 150 messages, and um and so in her inbox of 150. Damn it. We lost Benny again. Anybody proactively. Um, you cut, you cut out there for a second there, Benny. Okay. Yeah. So it was just saying, so, so we, you know, over the three days we stood up the Tinder and we, uh, we, we didn't, she didn't message anybody. She just did the, the swiping to get the matches. Right. So over half the guy she matched with uh, messaged her right away. And anybody she would swipe right on was like an instant match. Okay. And, um, we saw that like, yeah, there's your, your profile picture and then there's the 40 characters. And then her inbox is just like flooded with these things, like three days, 150 messages roughly. Um, and so we real, realized it's like, oh, she's got to have some selection process for figuring out who to interact with. Well, obviously the picture is going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and really the best thing is like now girls like you notice anytime a guy has gratuitous ab shot, girls are like, ooh, get away. Yeah. Why is that? It's because it's narcissistic potentially, but it's also a guy, he, what he's doing is he's demonstrating a feminine quality of, of being appearance-based, mm. right? So it's not masculine to be like, hey, look how pretty I am. Yeah. So so that's an issue. So, so girls don't like that. So you're better off um, 
showing the face because the face is really important. So it's like show your face, have it well lit, like no shades, no hats. Even if you're balding, like get rid of the hat, no no sunglasses, just like a well lit, you know, um, profile picture. So that way that girl can select off of that picture. She wants to see your body. She'll read your message, see if you said something witty. Um, and then she'll look into your profile and make the decision from there. Right. But and, and that'll determine her interest level in the ensuing conversation. It's like, what do your pictures look like and how witty was your opener versus the ensuing conversation? Um, but, yeah, you've got 40 characters. Now, if you split up that 40 characters into two messages, the only thing she sees is like the second half of your message. Yeah. So you've got to send your bubble all at one time. And it needs to be like really like 35 characters or less because some letters are bigger than others. Um, and so that's what she sees in her preview. And we, we, um, I did reach out to the community and they, they did verify that, uh, Facebook dating and hinge and bumble, all the other platforms, the previews are pretty much 40 characters or less. Nice. So go like 35 or less. <laughs> you did some serious science on that. Now you talked about, uh, you have to, you have to sort of hook them in your first bubble. Uh, I really wanted to get your take on this. So I, I recently had, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with him, uh, Evan from Performance Potential on TikTok. So he's, he's another dating coach. And he, he, he recommends double texting for the first interaction if she doesn't respond to your initial opener. Because like he's like, like we learned, um, they get inundated. So they got like a million messages and sometimes yeah. you get lost in the sauce so he's he this is the only time he recommends double texting he says if you haven't gotten a response in like a day or so sometimes it does help to send one more to bring you back to the top of the, the heap and then, i wouldn't say a day though if it were yeah. me i would i would be like a week or something okay yeah yeah okay. Or, or somewhere between like three days and a week um, I wouldn't do a day because a lot of girls, they don't check their apps daily and stuff like that. But yeah, sure. I think that's and only on a dating app, guys. Like don't yeah, yeah. double text on like once you've actually got a number. Right. And that's yeah. exactly that's exactly what he said. Yeah, but that's like, good. Yeah. He's like, we never double text except for this one instance where, you know, she's she's bombarded. So doing that one extra text at least once. He's like, just do it once. You don't want to like send like five of these to try to keep, get her attention. But just once. And just to bring it back to the top of the heap, he's like, sometimes that's, that'll make or break you, you know? But yeah, yeah, it's true. You just got to get her attention. But I would, I would go one better and I would say, well, what platform are you on? Because if you're on Hinge or something, send her an audio instead. Like, because yeah. you don't even need to send a text. Like that's, if you send her an audio, you probably won't even have to send a second text, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I, what does, have you, have you looked into that? What, what does an audio look like in the preview mode? I don't, I don't know. So guys, if you're watching this and you can, uh, don't send it to Paul, send it, uh, get, go on loverfighter dot, uh, at Facebook or go on my website or so, whatever, but send me a screenshot of what it looks like. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. I'm, I, that's so that we need to take notes on that because yeah, if it shows up in a preview, like he sent you an audio message like that by itself might pique her interest. I would say. I know. Like, oh. like if you go into your SMS, um, it says like so-and-so sent an audio or whatever. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming the app is mirroring that functionality. This is the woes of being a married dating coach. Like there's, <laughs> yeah. not, there's only like one or two of them out there, but when you are not exactly fucking around on dating apps to, <laughs> to have all the screenshots, you know? Right, right, right. I got to ask other people for it, you know, just so I don't look sus. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, your next module, uh, and I just put one, 
uh, one little snippet on this, but we've we've talked about this in previous episodes, and it's something I I learned from you and and was a game changer was uh, investment level, and yeah. and how important it is to like at least in the the initial phase of dating to be one step below her in investment level. Why is that important? And, well, and, and, and how do you do that on a dating app? Okay, great. Uh, I'm going to asterisk this and say that I was a fucking chump. You couldn't distinguish me from like any other dude until I learned this lesson. Uh, my, my results were spotty as fuck. This was the, the uh, game changer, like fucking hallelujah. Like I went from like zero to hero after I learned this um, because I had everything else together, but I needed this really, really bad. Um, and I, uh, with my other videos, like I even say, like I went through like a two month drought, like, like it wasn't until I learned it. So I learned this concept from Jeff Allen, who's a, a pickup artist with a real social dynamics, um, really cool guy. And, um, I don't know him personally, but his shit is awesome. And, uh, so basically you're just, and, and he just said this in passing in one of his courses. And I was like, Oh, that's the thing. He said, you, you need to put in less effort than the girl makes sense. Right. Cause we learned from Corey Wayne. The girl chases the guy. She wants to do that, right? So if you're putting in less effort, you're giving her the space to chase you. Well, what does that look like uh, as you ask? It means that a lot of times your text bubbles are going to be smaller than hers. Mm -hmm. It means that she's going to be using more emojis than you are. It means that you might not punctuate or capitalize. Like you're just kind of like, ah, there's my answer. It's it's real subtle, yeah. Imagine if you had five fuck buddies and they're all wanting your attention. It's like, you can only give so much to each one of them, right? That's the vibe, but it's hard, really hard for a guy to dial back his effort level when he's in scarcity because you want it so bad. Mm-hmm. So um, you're just going in lower effort level. So imagine, yeah, look at text bubble size, big indicator, emojis, punctuation. Um, like, like, did she send a voice or a video? Because if you did, that's really high investment. You know, and if she's just saying LOL to your audio clip, you know, like, That's yeah, low investment. And, yeah. It, and so a lot of guys are like, well, God, like, how can I not chase them if they, if they're not chasing me? Isn't that, doesn't that mean dead silence? And it's like, well, half of the time or more. Yeah. It does mean that. So yeah. sorry to break it to you, but that's why elbow grease is the name of the game because of the other half of the time, when you take a step back, the girl takes a step towards you and you see this over and over and over again, it actually just kind of spirals where then they really start chasing you, you know, but it takes, it takes a moment. Like you really have to prove it to the girl for her to be absolutely emotionally hooked. Like you have to have opportunities where you could be like, you know, like really trying to get them to come over or really trying to get them. To sh- like you have to pass the test all along the way to show that you're really non needy. But when you do that, they really start chasing you. So your text conversation is the first opportunity to, um, to demonstrate that behavior, which is just, yeah, put like, just put in less effort than them. Yeah, one of the things that that you mentioned at the retreat was like I already knew the the uh, the keep the text bubbles shorter and like you know one less emoji and like shit like that. But but when you said don't add punctuation, I was like, why? And you're like, dude, it's it's such a subconscious thing that it's really just like it's so subtle. But women are intuitive and they pick up on this. Like, man, this guy just doesn't give a shit. You know, it's like. <laughs> It's such a subtle little like cherry on top, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like imagine you're hooking up with some girl, like she's in, or some no, there's some girl texting you. She's a ten, right? She's yeah. always getting all this attention from dudes, and you know she asks you some question about where you're from, 
and you're in the middle of like hooking up with some other 10 and you look over, you see your phone, you're like, hey, I'm baby. You're like, you're like in a drunken stupor. You like look at your phone. You're like Florida. And then you like throw your phone down and you like turn to the girl. <laughs> right. Like that's that's the vibe. Yeah. You're going for. Now, you don't want to be an idiot. Right. You want to show that you're a human being. It's not always that vibe. Right, right. But right. that's a good characterization of how you want to be sometimes. Like you're not gonna punctuate like when you got the girl right here, right? Right, yeah, yeah. You wanna quick quick get that message out and get back to, to fucking your bitches. <laughs> <laughs> not to say you would text in front of another girl, but you guys right. get a picture. That's some bold shit. That's some bold alpha shit. Like, hey, I'm texting my other bitches, you know? Like <laughs> only only a very few people in the in the world can get away with shit. Like yeah, I would that. never, I would never, never, ever do that. But the point, the point is, that's the vibe that you're, you're giving off, you know. <laughs> uh, your next module is on free association and improv, and you talked about this at the retreat a little bit. Like uh, we, we went on a boat one day, uh, did some uh, wakeboarding and shit, like you know, all wiped out, and then had a nice little lecture there on the boat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That um, was so much fun, man. You yeah. guys were wild. I was like, man, I really didn't want to go as fast as everybody else was going. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta do it. Let's, you know, win in Rome. So it was funny because, like, we had this flat tube. So we had a pontoon boat or a tritune, yeah. and we were all taking turns driving, like, trying to, like, knock each other off. We had this flat tube. We were going fast. It was funny because, like, the, the thing had grips at different angles, right? It was like grip, 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 grip. Yeah. And it was funny because jujitsu helped me stay on because, like, I would, like, adjust my grips, like, the same way I would in jujitsu. So I, like, barely hung on. You know, it was wild. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a great lecture, man. Or say what? Yeah, I was going to say uh, on, on my wakeboard, uh, like, you guys were going pretty slow. And I was like, this is fun. This is nice and leisurely. And then, like, John took over and he was like, fuck, Paul. You know? <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? Are they trying to fucking kill me right now? Uh, I think I'm pretty sure he was. Um, but yeah, so, yeah. You, so you gave a lecture on, on free association and improv. And uh, like I, I grew up uh, and I was in uh, drama in high school. I was a total drama nerd. I was in acting and stuff like that. So like that kind of stuff, I feel like being quick witted in person is, you know, it comes naturally, but that doesn't yeah. come naturally to a lot of guys. And you talked about free free association and and improv and that kind of stuff is critical to learn if you don't have those skills. Yeah, God, it's so big. So, okay, so actually in this module in the art of texting course, it has some updated uh, stuff. And for you, you probably wouldn't get a lot out of it. It's actually what I what I uh, updated it with was the improv. So I took elements of like proper storytelling. And I put it into the course because as you're, there's a lot of the cool things you can do. Like, um, let's say a conversation dies off. You're going to hit a girl up a week later. Maybe you're going to do a video clip. We can do like a storytelling. It's like, hey, get this. Like such and such shit just happened. You wouldn't believe it. Right. And you can, you don't even have to say, hey, how's your day going? No, it's like, you just skip all that shit. You're like, hey, get this. Like this just happened. Right. And you're, you're like adding value and you're, you're giving some energy there that they can play off of. Um, and that's a good opportunity to use your storytelling and stuff. So, so yeah, I took, I, I took some, uh, improv stuff, um, uh, principles of improv from YouTube videos that I watched and stuff. And I condensed it and put it into the free association class. So, so that's in there that hasn't been in my previous lectures, but, but yeah, with the free association, it's really just as simple as letting, um, one 
thought, word, image, anything, right? Just one thing triggers something else in your head and then going with it, like blurting something out, like first thing you think of, right? Yeah. Most people, they're like, well, I can't think of anything. It's like, no, dude, you can think of something. You have inhibitions that block that because everybody's in their head all the time. That's why everyone meditates or tries to because we need to stop this. Yeah. So this is on this shit's there. Like it's just this stuff, like the blockage from here to here that we need to get rid of. So you have to actively practice blurting the things out that you say. And it's funny because I do this because I've kept this up, like in my relationship. Like I, like I keep Sabrina laughing all the fucking time because I'm I'm like purposefully develop or uh, practicing the skill, practicing the skills. So like anything that you say or or think of, you just you say, and even if it's not funny, it buys you time. To like tie it all back in together later, you know, because sometimes you just need some other thing to free associate off of to like, you know, make your soup, your funny soup, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really good stuff. One thing uh, I learned from uh, from reading Dave Parada's book, and I, I, I don't know if I could do this, and maybe this is a self-limiting belief, a paradigm, as it were, but he recommends freestyle rapping. Like learning how to to rap because he says that by itself, like learning how to mix words together live is like, he's like, that will kill it with the ladies. Like, cause you can oh, come up with shit so fast then. If those guys that, that can rap battle, dude. Oh yeah. They, they, they need to be killing it. If they're not killing it, they should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you even doing with your life? If you're not using rap to get pussy, dude. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Betty, we're uh, we're at an hour. There's so much more in your course that we could talk about, but I think we should tell people how they can sign up for it. Yeah, so um, if you go to lover-fighter.com, there's a link that says video. Pro- uh, there's actually a couple links. I think it's kind of confusing right now. Uh, if you go to, let, let's keep it simple, lover-fighter.thinkific. Uh, so think, I-F-I-C. So thinkific.com. Yeah. Um, there's the art of texting course there. So I'm gonna repeat that again. It's lover hyphen fighter dot thinkific.com. Okay. Yeah, I'll put this in and, the, in uh, the that's, description that's, too. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, guys. And go there and then you're gonna use the coupon uh, coupon code. Uh, this is funny. The coupon code the Apostle Paul. So you have to learn how to spell apostle. Okay. I'll put this in the in the description as well. <laughs> the Apostle but Paul. But you're gonna type in the Apostle Paul. And you're going to be able to uh, get the texting course for free. Now, I opened this up for 10 people. Um, maybe on down the line, uh, we'll do like a, a general discount code for everybody else. Um, but I, I just wanted to get – man, I, I love this podcast. And I really appreciate you coming out to the last retreat. So um, I wanted to get this out to everybody. So I thought we'd just – so 10 – first people to, to get it, uh, first 10 people, um, just get it. Yeah, and if you're the kind of person that's not going to use it, don't fucking use up this uh, this code. Let let someone that's actually going to do the work use it. I would say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. As it stands, it's it's probably what maybe like five or six hours of content already. Mm-hmm. Um. So so yeah, definitely. Like if if you're the kind of person that's going to sink your teeth into it and actually use it, yeah, mm-hmm. jump on. Yeah, definitely, Benny. Great conversation as usual. I always learn a lot from you whenever you come on. <laughs> Yeah, man. I, man, I wish we could have gone two hours. We'll have to do like a part two. Yeah, well, when uh, when you get this like all wrapped up and stuff like that, like definitely we'll we'll have you back on uh, to to 
to polish polish the knob. I don't know, but polish this up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's been awesome. All right, brother, I'll I'll give you your day back, Benny. Thanks again for joining me. You know, you're always welcome on the podcast. So whenever you have something going on, something new going on, uh, you want to talk about your upcoming retreat here in in uh, uh, the summer. You know, come back on, brother. Come back on. I really liked your your texting course. I think it's really good. There's lots of really good information in there, and I always learn new things from you, Benny. So you're uh, you're a, a real gem. You're a real gem, brother. <laughs> All right, guys, check out Benny's course. I will link to it in the description. Otherwise, we'll catch you next week. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.